Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Imperfect Momming, and today we have a, um, a very special guest. Uh, her name is Fung Tran. Welcome, Fung. How are you today? Hello, Alicia. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so tell us a little bit about you and what you do. So um, like you said, my name is Fong Tran and basically I am an exercise physiologist. And what I do is to help a lot of women, especially women of color, to, you know, like build confidence in their body image also and then prepare uh, for their exercise routine that's going to last them so that, you know, it's going to help them now and then four years from now. Uh, and so, you know, I like my mission is basically just teaching people about the basics of, you know, fitness and health, maybe like five misinformations so that, you know, like things that you like can do to get healthier. That's, you know, like, not like scammy or, you know, make you feel bad about yourself as a person when you're trying to be become a better person for yourself because that's essentially what being healthy is like you're treating yourself much better um so yes that's all that I do perfect and um I love that that this is your message because I think that it's super important um that we take care of ourselves that we put our health first uh I I remember hearing something super impactful to me that said, if you don't make time for your health, you will make time for your illness. Have you ever heard that? Yes. I think that's a newest quote that's been passing around for Maybe. sure. On, I've seen it on Instagram. Like right? A couple of my fitness uh, friends has been posting about it. And, you know, I do agree with that. Yeah. Cause, um, Especially for me, like I come from, you know, a I have very bad genes. <laughs> Basically, we're talking like anything, you know, chronic diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, like cancer, even that, like I'm predisposed to it. Like I know at least one or two people in my family that have it. And so um, for me, like, example diabetes like I think both of my grandmas have it mm. so I, I have a very high chance a risk of me getting it once I become you know much older and I do want to sort of mitigate that with you know my lifestyle now like just investing a little bit more you know building up that inventory and so when things start going down you know I have a little bit more you know leeway to deal with it yeah 
So I would assume, you know, most women were, were busy um, and especially moms are busy. Mm -hmm. So what are some tips that you have for our mom listeners um, that to, to fit it into their schedule, to fit fitness Mm -hmm. and eating Mm -hmm. nutrition, proper nutrition? How, what, what are some tips that you have? I would say, you know, um, you probably know what you need to do. It's just, mm. you know, stop comparing yourself to other people. Mm. And, you know, a lot of moms will, like compare like themselves, like what they do with their kids to like other kids, but also like you would ch- be start judging on yourself, like what you're eating. I know one of my cousin, she would post like very Instagrammable pictures of food. <laughs> and, you know, like sometimes <laughs> it's a lot to deal with all of that, especially when you have a child. So like it's time consuming. And so you would feel like, oh, I've fallen behind all these people. They have amazing food. Their kids are doing this and that and I'm not. And the thing is like when you start doing that, that's when you start losing yourself because you Mm. don't put yourself forward. You're not investing in yourself for you and your child. You're doing it to compare with like the Junes or whatever out there, you know, now on Instagram, you can be like, oh, she's doing this. Oh, I can't like now you're putting much a lot of negativity on yourself mm. to be like oh well why can't I not be healthy but deep down you know what you need to do it might take a little bit more time it might be like you need to relearn you know your habits because obviously things happen and you lose it now you just have to relearn it right it's I would say that that um, weight has been something that I've struggled with uh, during my life um, and something that has really kind of helped me recently is uh, a girlfriend of mine. um, She said, instead of thinking of it as losing weight, um, think of it as like getting your sexy back or something along those lines, something that's more inspiring to you. And just that, that little switch of the language actually has me thinking, oh, well, do I want to eat my shake or do I want to eat this piece of chocolate cake? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I mean, a lot of things, you know, with losing weight is like about getting, you know, that perfect body. But let's say I ask you if you going to get healthier, but you become bigger, would you still do it? Hmm. Yeah, especially with that number on the scale. Like, I love that number to go down, and I get super irritated when that number goes up. But when Mm -hmm. you're going to the gym, a lot of times, I mean, I've actually seen a physical representation of what one pound of muscle looks like and one pound Mm -hmm. of fat looks like. And even if you're replacing a pound of fat for a pound of muscle, you're it's not changing the scale. Mm-hmm. but it's, it's making a difference in your body. Exactly. And so that's what's something I want to uh, talk to you about too. Like, yes, losing weight, you know, like losing a little bit of fat, you know, like get back to your normal fat body fat percentage is great, but you shouldn't like attach that to your body, like mm-hmm. how you look or what is on the scale. Like for me, um, you know, I'm trying to gain muscles, you know, I'm trying to, you know, work out strength. Obviously, I'm going to gain some weight because that's where all those muscles got to come in somewhere, you know, like I can't just be like, well, I'm going to be small fong here and still muscular and have no weight. Right. (laughs) So what made you so passionate about this? Was it your your genetic history or was it something else? So it started um, 
in high school. So it's more about body image. And obviously, you know, I was a kid, you know, like puberty was coming through, you know, I was looking at myself and didn't really like it too much because I was like ballooning up. I didn't know what to do. And so obviously, like any other young person, I looked online, you know, go on Google, Facebook, or Instagram now to look for like tips on how to like get healthier, how to like trim my body, belly fat, all of that stuff. And I found that um, they're pretty unhelpful in a way that, you know, um, say I'm Asian, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you know my name, if you're a podcast listener, you sort of heard my name, or you just listen to the video. And, you know, I eat rice every day. And one of the <laughs> tips would be, you cannot eat rice if you want to be healthy. And I'm just like, wow. So I'm not like, I'm a kid, so I can't tell my mom to be like, okay, mom, you know what? I'm not eating rice anymore. And you know, wash your sleeves. <laughs> you know, I was a child. And so it, it was pretty harmful, especially for a kid who like, I couldn't control, you know, what was happening to my body and I didn't know, you know, any better. And once I go to college, I'm just like, okay, just just like you know jumping through different sort of majors to find and then um, my counselor told me like there's a thing called exercise science and you might you know be interested in it because you want to do a lot with your body and then how things work and um, that's what I did for four years and then just learn things actually like learn the anatomy the physiology of things that's happening also you know the psychology of like how do I myself get through this hurdle to go back into working out, like being active again, because obviously a lot of us as a kid, we, you know, have fun on the street, you know, play around and as we grow older that, you know, didn't happen. And so I'm like, okay, how do I relearn those habits that I used to have? And, you know, I was pretty successful now that I work, I pretty much like say I exercise every day, but obviously different things every day. Mm-hmm. And that's my success. And I just want to um, tell, like pass this on to more people and be like, you can do it in your own way as well. It's just like, takes a while for you to relearn what you need to do. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I've noticed kind of recently is that when we're kids, our parents tell us go play. Mm -hmm. And at some point we decide, well, I'm too old to play. (laughs) But how much more fun is fitness when it's something that's fun that you're playing at instead of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying to get this last 10 pounds off or in I my know. case, 30, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not as fun. No. And it's harder to, to fit it in. If you don't like it, if you associate, you know, exercise with something that's negative, you know, that you have to punish or push yourself into doing, then it's harder to like, do it consistently over a long time. You should, because I mean, one of my clients, she started out, you know, like a couch potato, didn't want to work out, you know, it was, it was a pandemic. So like just staying at home. And now like, she's the crazy girl who's taking like two kickboxing classes a day. And she told me, and I'm like, oh, you know, good for you, but this, I'm not going to do it, but I love that you like it. Yeah. And think about the things that you loved when you were a kid. Like, what are the, what activities did you love as a kid? Like, did you love running around? Did you love, you know, my son loves to swim. Absolutely loves to swim. I get bored after about five minutes in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think my local gym has like classes in the water for older adults so that we can sort of enjoy it again with a group of people, you know, like 
at our own age too like you know you're not like watching your kids or you know like being weird or anything like you with a group of adults and you working out together and I just love to see that class going yeah and there's a lot of classes I think I think that a lot of moms think that um, I don't have time to go to the gym and you know in certain stages of our life we may have less time to do it but again, like I said earlier in this in famous Instagram post that's going around is you make time for your health or you make time for your illness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of gyms that have daycares and right. there's a lot of gyms that have, you know, mommy and me classes and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. bonding time with your kids and you get to meet other adults. Like these are a lot of things that I hear mom's complaining about is I don't have the time Mm -hmm. for exercise and I don't have any friends anymore. And so this is kind of a two birds with one stone situation. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Because I know the gym that I worked at, they do have like a one hour daycare thing that's for free. Like as long as you sign up to be a member, you should just come in. And, you know, I just love to see, you know, mommy coming in, like just doing their thing. And yeah. Yeah, maybe like daddy comes in too, like they can work out together and talk to people. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, you were talking about, um, you know, where moms are comparing themselves to other people on Instagram. And I know that um, mom shaming is a big thing that goes on. And um, I, I hope it's something that's ending soon. Um, and we're all realizing, hey, we're doing the best that we can. <laughs> um, but I remember when my son was born in uh, 2012, there was an article about um, a woman who had her three kids and one of her kids was maybe six months old. And then there was a two-year-old and a four-year-old or I don't know mm-hmm. the exact ages, but they were all pretty young and she had this super muscular uh, body mm-hmm. and the post said, what's your excuse? Oh. And you could imagine the outrage <laughs> around yeah. this post. Right. But then she did a follow-up post. I want to say five years later, same kids, same position, five years older, same body. And, and she rebranded herself and she put, what's your reason? And I loved that so much more. And I understood what she was trying to say in the beginning. Like we, a lot of times we use our kids as excuses, as reasons not to do something, but what if you use them as your reason to do it? Because one of the things that I say is that kids aren't listening to the lecture. They're, they're, they're watching the show. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we're, if we're out exercising and being active so will they, mm-hmm. you know, and a they lot see of that their mommy is doing it. Like, right. And going and to play where mom's going to play too. And, and it keeps mm-hmm. mom happier. And my favorite line from legally blonde is exercise causes endorphins. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. They just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, you know, our culture, we did come from like, you know, a way of like comparing and punishment, like, why aren't you doing it? Um, you know, like, even with kids, like, wh- why are you doing like, you look at your friend, she's doing this, she's getting this award, why aren't you getting it? And we're sort of like, like, con- like condition ourselves to think that way. And I feel like, you know, the growth that we have now, you know, either, you know, on popular media, or even social media, it's like, we're moving away from that, like, we're not shaming people, 
to our shaming kids or whatever like we're not shaming anybody for you know their just like their weaknesses we're like okay how do we fix it what's the inner reason for you to keep going yeah you know and and a lot of that is you know people like to share the the best of their lives on social media so they're showing you the best stuff they're not showing you the hot mess they're mm-hmm. starting to, and I love that they're starting to, and they're starting to be more real and authentic. So you can realize, hey, I am a hot mess. One of my favorite, you know, uh, women to follow is uh, Rachel Hollis because she gets on on YouTube or uh, not YouTube, but um, Instagram Live, and she's you know she's got a baseball hat on and no makeup, and she's working out, and she's got the kids, and mm-hmm. you know, I just. I love that so much for her authenticity. Um, So Fung, tell me um, what piece of advice is, would you give to parent, to moms specifically? So um, my piece of advice is probably start small. Mm. Like you are struggling with a lot of things like that is, there's no denying of that. And you have so many things going on that maybe health isn't your number one priority, which is all right. That's the first thing you need to think. You can start small and maybe you are, don't think that you can go to the gym right now. You can still do a lot of stuff at home Mm. with your child. There's so many, you know, exercises on YouTube that helps you with that. So you don't even need to get, you know, like you can like have your baby and you work out together like just start small like the little things gonna add up later so maybe once they grow older be more independent then you can start investing yourself a little bit more there's no wrong with doing that maybe some other moms can leave you know their child in the daycare but you can't that's that's fine you know this depending on you know the person and so starting small like doing the things that you can do now figure out okay what exactly that I can't afford to do now and just do them. And then slowly, it's like a video games, you know, you go from level zero to level <laughs> one and then level two, like you just gonna yeah. slowly leveling up and you know, that's up to you. Yeah. I really love that so much. And I have to be totally honest because that's just who I am. Um, I was a little hesitant about having a guest talk who talks about uh, exercise and personal care who's not a mom, like, Mm -hmm. I, I, and I even asked some of my mom's friends, and I was like, how would you feel about getting personal care and exercise advice from someone who's not a mom? And they're like, Oh, no, you can't do that. There that will turn people off. But I'm so glad I decided not to say, never mind, we're going to cancel this interview. Because I like that what you just said is perfect. Like, you start at level zero. And you go to the next step because what we like to do is the new year's resolution mentality. So Mm -hmm. we're, we go from, um, from nothing Mm -hmm. to all in, and I'm going to go to the gym for eight hours straight. And it's like, not only is that unrealistic, (laughs) it's not like, it's not maintainable, Mm -hmm. but if you start with 15 minutes, Right. And and go for a walk for 15 minutes every single day. And you do that for a week. And then you increase it for 15 minutes for, you know, and get to 30. And then you increase it to an hour. And then maybe you add some weights, like yeah. little bit, like we're talking bite size. You can eat an yeah. elephant one bite at a time. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that 
quote. Yeah. yeah, but thank you for having me on. Yeah, I, you know, I'm pretty honest. Like when you told me this is a mom podcast, obviously I'm, I have to be honest that I'm not a mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is just what it is. You know, and, and that's okay. Cause you still have, um, you still have knowledge that you can pass on. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't even think that I've had that conscious thought of one bite at a time with mm -hmm. exercise, you yeah. know, and another thing that I have heard recently is that when you add something to your plate, you know, take something else away right. because we all have a full 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to get up an extra hour early and then stay up an extra hour late. Like you, if you're going to get up an extra hour early, you need to go to bed a little bit earlier. Right. Yeah. Because it's that we just fill our plate with something. Now, a lot of us are filling our plate with Netflix. So you could take away the Netflix and throw in a walk. Right. Yeah. It's just a little thing. So you can do like, obviously, make it fun. Like you don't like a walk. You can just go on YouTube. There's just so many videos of workouts. Like you follow a long workout. So you don't have to like know what they're doing. You follow the instructors. It's for mm -hmm. free. Right. So, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes a day, like of yeah. doing that, just YouTube videos. Yeah. I love it. Like, I think I follow like yoga by Adrian. Adrian. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about her. <laughs> I know, right? She, I love her, her so much and her dog. <laughs> I know she's like the perfect place to start. She has yeah. so many steps and you're so slow with yoga, like, you know, work on your flexibility. That that's an amazing thing that not a whole lot of people are working on either way. So you actually getting better than those people like, you know, try and do strength workout and then train themselves and can't exercise for like a couple of months. Right. Yeah. I, I, I've been doing a lot of personal development over the last four or five years, like pretty intense personal development. And I remember I hired a personal coach and I had been in coaching for about nine months. So I had six months with one coach and then three months with another. And I remember texting her saying, I don't feel any different. And she's like, really? What about this and this and this and this? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've, we've done a lot of work. I, I know that, and I'm not discounting that work, but I don't feel different. Mm -hmm. And then I did like two days in a row of yoga. And I swear to you, it was like happiness crack. I have described it as happiness crack ever since. <laughs> and I really do believe that our body holds on to stuff that and traps things. And so yoga is a way to release it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm a high, high, I highly recommend yoga. I don't do it all the time, but I do recommend it. <laughs> so I was going to ask you about recommending a book. Um, but since you mentioned it, like you could recommend a YouTube video for, for exercise too. If mm -hmm. I mean, yoga with Adrian is amazing. She's mm -hmm. She's super cute. She has her dog on the video most of the time. She does introduction videos. She does 30 day challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's all that I can think of at the moment. Is there anybody <laughs> else that you recommend or is she like your go-to? Um, for me, actually, I move on to like um, body weight 
his name is like the bodyweight warrior and so it is um more about you know doing the cooler things because obviously i'm younger okay. <laughs> so like you know doing like pull-ups handstand and yeah. as a woman i want to use those like just right. look how impressive it is and you know like little fun here can actually do pull up like a man you know all that yeah. stuff and so that that's who that i'm um watching more often now because he has both strength training for those stuff, you know, those cool things, but also um, stretching uh, videos as well. So I do more of the stretching because I love exercise so much that, you know, like these things I just need to watch through a bit and I sort of know what to do. And I do a bunch of stretching with him as well. And so I would recommend him. Um, his YouTube is Tom Merrick, I think. He's a guy in the UK. So pretty funny to watch oh and I bet it's he, he has a nice accent to listen to too <laughs> I know <laughs> I follow I him on insta to like see how he'd remodel his um kitchen and bathroom <laughs> oh how fun <laughs> I love listening to British people but I don't like mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand their humor as much but <laughs> I love it's listening dry. to him talk <laughs> it's very dry humor yeah. and they just complain a lot I yeah. think that's their humor they complain <laughs> So um, tell me, tell the listeners, Fung, who, where can they find you? So um, obviously the easiest way for you to find me is actually on Instagram at be active is easy. This, you know, the grammar's wrong on purpose. <laughs> I couldn't find the other name. So I put it in, but um, yeah, that is all, you know, funny things, you know, bite side content that you can follow, you know, do right now. But also I do have a blog and on my website at beactiviseasy.com and you know that is more in-depth stuff that you see you know citation more explanation longer explanation and um if you want to start small like building the habits that i told you and you don't know how to actually have like a free um, habit forming checklist so that you can go through you know see check everything it's just for one thing like one priority at a time one thing and then you can just go through all that today to start, you know, doing the small things that matters to you. And so that is also on my website as well. Perfect. I love that. And so we'll have the website in uh, the show notes, as well as the link to your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much for coming today. Um, It's been great. Like I said, I was a little nervous, but I think you killed it. So amazing job. Um, And if you have any parting words, speak now and forever hold your peace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want to say thank you, you know, for being accepting to a lot of other uh, people to be on your podcast, because I know that it is your new project, your new baby that you want it to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you listeners for uh, coming and uh, hanging out with us today. And we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S dot com. See you next time. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers. 
and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.